Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for lending me your ears every Thursday. And today we are going to talk about should we educate our potential clients how much things Because this has been a constant battle between um, the potential client and the event planners. And we have so much conversation in the events field that our potential clients have no idea how much things cost. That's why they have this champagne taste and beer budget. Everybody's favorite type of clients, right? (laughs) So from a client perspective, I really don't care how much things cost. I I want what I want. From the event planner's perspective is I can't give you what I want when things cost this much and you only have this much money. So it becomes like a constant back and forth battle about, oh, can you find things uh, cheaper? I want the same look. Can you get it cheaper somewhere? Do you have any connections? Can you get me some discounts? How about if we don't use 100, we use 70 uh, of, of that thing so you can cut costs? You know, it just becomes on and on about how do we find solutions to get what we want and yet not spend the amount of money. Correct. So I want to actually highlight the thing that you should do and shouldn't do as an event planner in a sales conversation to avoid getting into this type of conversation. Okay. When my clients inside the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Mentorship Program tells me that I don't understand Like, how can they give me this type of budget and expect me to deliver the events that they want when the budget is not even enough to cover my event planning fee? How am I going to help them, right? So they go into this, let me show you how much things cost conversation. Imagine if you are on the other end of the conversation, your potential client. Your potential client comes on a call with you, super excited, thinking that, oh, I finally found an event planner who understands my vision and I am excited to hear what she can do for me. Hopefully she can work with my budget and uh, deliver the beautiful event that I have in mind. That's your potential client's initial thought, right? And then when you get on a call with them, you hear what they want and you realize that, uh oh, what they want is going to cost a lot more than what they've budgeted. And you immediately went into this educational mode, okay? That you start to educate them. And I am all for educating your potential clients how much things cost, but you have to have a fine balance. 
if you go into telling them, this is how much things cost, this is how much things cost, this is how much things cost, and this is how much things cost. So it comes up to this much. Do you have the budget for that? How do you think your potential client feels? They feel crushed. They come to you with high hopes that you can help them. And all you did was making them feel small. All you did was making them feel like they are dum-dums, that they should have done their research and know that whatever budget they have to come up with, that they came up with is not enough for the vision that they want. That may not be your intention when you share with them how much things cost, but that's exactly how your potential clients are feeling. And this is one thing that I have been trying to share and have my clients inside the Unstoppable Event Entrepreneur Mentorship Program, the event planners, understand that in a sales conversation, your job is to be a consultant. Your job is not like a teacher. And teacher, a lot of times, makes the other party feel like they are a student, that, that they are ignorant, and there's a lot more to learn. Understand that when someone hires you to plan the event, they trust you. They trust that you're the expert. They trust that you will watch out for their interests. They trust that you will find the solutions to make things happen. It's definitely okay to share how much things cost, but you've got to exercise some tech. You've got to exercise some compassion and empathy when you share how much things cost. When I get on a conversation with my potential client and I've done all the qualification questions, and I tell myself that, mm, you know what, this person, I actually would want to work with them. And then I start asking a little bit more about the um, event, their vision. And then eventually I ask how much money they have set a budget for. Just know that these people are not even planners. It is not their responsibility to know how much things cost. It is your responsibility to tell them how much things cost and find a solution to deliver the event that they want that goes with their budget or to teach them or show them how we can work around their budget to get a similar or, or comparable uh, compromise, okay? You have to exercise that tech. You have to exercise that compassion, that empathy, and keep that inspiration going. You need to continuously inspire them and create that trust that that they can trust you to watch their back. They can trust you to understand their vision and they can trust you to understand that they only have this much money, but they want what they want. When you go into the lecture mode, okay, I put air code. When you go into the lecture mode, say, oh, do you know how much things cost? This is how much things cost. This is how much things cost. This is how much things cost. The only, in my opinion, the only thing you're creating is making them feel inadequate. Who wants to hire someone who makes them feel inadequate? This is the intangible skills, okay? Not like a strategy or a tactic that you can just follow by script and you say all that on a sales call. This is a skill that you need to learn as you go into a sales conversation and you develop that tech. You develop that listening skill. You develop the... The, um, the skills to ask 
the right questions to understand why they want what they want. What does it mean to them? What does it mean to have that thing in their event? What does it mean for their guests? And once we truly understand why they want what they want, and you present them options about how much things cost and say, oh, for this, we can go with this option or go with this option. With this option, it will cost a little bit more. So you may have to expand your budget a little bit, but how about this? This will fit into your budget and still give a comparable uh, result. So your job is a sales consultant and not like a professor trying to educate them about the events feel. Your client has no interest and have no desire, and it is not their responsibility to learn how much things cost or to do their homework to find out how much things cost. It is your job to educate them in a manner that is nurturing, in a manner that develops trust, in a manner that makes them feel like you understand that this is what they want and you understand the solutions that you can come up with that may or can help them achieve the vision of their event. Even if the solution that you come up with may not give them the exact result that you want, but how you carry out the conversation how you make them feel throughout the conversation, educating them, nurturing them, showing them compassion and empathy, showing them that you're so inspired and, and so excited about their vision, bring them along in your vision, bring them into a problem-solving mode with you so that you are a team. That is how you sell. And that's how you make your potential client feel that you are the authority in your field. You know how to do your job. You put your client's needs and wants first and you involve them in the solution-making process and you work with them with their budget. That's how you're able to charge a premium fee. Because now they see you are providing a value and an intangible value and not just making them feel that they are champagne budget, um, champagne taste beer budget clients. If they just want to hire an event planner who just takes orders you say, and, and they tell the event planner, this is what I want. And then the event planner tells them, oh no, I can't do this because... Your budget doesn't even allow me to do your job. Or if they just want an event planner to execute whatever they want them to do without really understanding why they want what they want. There are many event planners out there. And that's why they go price shopping. Oh, which event planner can execute my vision? Which event planner can execute my vision with this budget? They go price shopping. But if you take the time to really understand why they want what they want and how to bring them on the journey to inspire them with the vision of the event that you come up with that fits their budget, 
and involve them in the decision-making process and make them feel that you understand why they want what they want, you understand their constraint, you understand what they're working with, and yet you're still spending time on the phone with them and come up with a solution, they will pay you the premium fee. But all this can only happen if you go through the qualifying process, right? I always say that before you go into deeper conversation with your potential client, you need to have a solid qualification process, which is, you know, you ask questions, what are the problems they're trying to solve? Have they tried to solve the problem themselves? Have they spoken to other event planners? How come they haven't booked with them? Um, what exactly are they looking for in an event planner and how did they find you, how soon they want to make a decision. You need to ask all these qualification questions and then decide whether you want to continue to have a conversation with that potential client. If they on paper seems to be a qualified lead, then go into the deeper conversation. You know, I enjoy talking to potential clients because I really understand what, I want to understand where they're coming from and how I can help them. I may not end up booking them, but I did what I did best, you know, and I, for me, sales is a whole experience and you'll be surprised. Sometimes they may not say yes to me on the phone and then they continue to talk to other event planners and eventually they come back to me because of how I make them feel. So your goal, you know, if you can take away one thing from this whole conversation, take away the idea Okay, this learning is people buy from someone who makes them feel that they can trust them and they like them, who makes them feel safe to buy. And that's your role. You got to make them feel safe to buy from you. You got to make them feel that you are in it with them. You have their best interest at heart. It's not just about talking about the money. The next few episodes, I'm going to talk about why is it wrong to just keep focusing about the budget. Why is it wrong to just keep talking about the money? Because that's the one of the reasons why you're not able to close sales. So I will not be talking about this in this episode. In future episodes, I will. But your takeaway is just take the time, you know, and practice some tech and empathy and compassion when you're educating your clients how much things cost. You absolutely should do that, but do it with what I just mentioned, with tech, professionalism, empathy, inspiration, and compassion, okay? I hope this podcast is a little short, but gives you the mind-blown clarity on how you should conduct yourself in your next sales conversation. Once again, if you have enjoyed what I have taught inside our podcast, remember to give us a review, rate us, and also share our podcast so that we can help more event planners out there to have a thriving business. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.